like my father was in East Tennessee land of home free spent time as a kid hills of Carolina mountains and valleys there there's no place finer still my time keeps ticking away I'll just keep Hey guys! Hello everyone! How's everybody doing? How, how is it going? Uh, what was our last episode? I don't even remember our last episode. Oh, we talked about dating. Yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. That fun stuff. There's going to be so many more. I don't know what weather's been like in other areas, but here in Tennessee, it's been like, we had these like really springy days and then now it's snowing this weekend. So. Yeah, same in DC. It's It was like nice and then cold again and then it's, yeah there's like flurries maybe tomorrow yeah I'm feeling really optimistic about my health today even though I don't feel great um they figured out what was wrong and I went and got a vaccination today and they're gonna recheck in four to six weeks so hopefully my antibodies will be there they need to be present I'll know where they went that's awesome. <laughs> Normally, you don't have to get this booster. It's like the pneumo booster till you're 65. So I told my friend last night, I was like, I guess I just aged like 40 years too fast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my body is really 65, but it's okay. Well, I'm Sarah. Um, I'm the older cousin. <laughs> yeah. The maybe rapidly aging cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Morgan. I'm the younger cousin. Um, we're happy to be here with you guys. This is what, episode 17? Yes. Pretty so crazy. 15. We'll be coming up on 20 episodes soon. That's and wild. also, did we get some intel that the pandemic is actually declining significantly with cases? Maybe. I don't know. I honestly have not looked into much lately. The mask mandate ended in D.C. like two or three weeks ago. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, we hope it is. We hope everybody's getting healthy and well and taking care of themselves. Yeah. Their mental health and their physical health, which, as we've discussed, so many times are, are both so connected. Absolutely. 100%. One of the yes. things that causes what's wrong with me is stress. <laughs> so yes, stress again. Okay. So I am happy. This is Sarah today to talk about my biological parents a little more and some funny stories that have occurred throughout my life. So let's get going. Yeah, I'm excited to hear these. I don't think I've heard a lot of these stories. yet. You again. haven't because you're really young. So yeah. here we go. And some, I'm going to start before I was born, just high level. So yeah. my parents started dating with an age gap. My mother was a teenager. My dad was in his mid to late twenties and my mother was gun ho to get married to this man. And she wasn't of age yet. So on her 18th birthday, they got married in our grandparents' front yard. Yep. And as a child going through photo albums, if you look at their wedding pictures, like they were a beautiful couple. Absolutely. I still have amazing photos of them. Beautiful together. But, you know, this was right at 1980-ish and early 80s, basically. And everyone in the photos, like my grandparents, are not smiling in any <laughs> of the photos. So, like, she got her way. Again, she's very... 
um, passionate and will convince you to do what she wants you to do. They got married. Don't think everybody was real happy about it, but it happened literally on her 18th birthday. So <laughs> if that doesn't make a wedding anniversary easy to remember, I don't know what does. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we've discussed our Nana a bit. Um, you know, she's she's pretty religious. We've talked about, um, you know, really values like image and yeah, she was not pleased with this move, this no. 18th <laughs> birthday wedding. <laughs> no, and you can tell by her pictures yep. <laughs> in her face. So they waited a couple of years before they got pregnant with Sarah. And um, basically about the time I was three, things started really deteriorating and they wound up getting a divorce, which is when I got to have my stepfather in my life, my stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, toward toward the break of that relationship, it was very passionate Um, They were always very passionate about each other, but just couldn't quite get life skills together. I remember when they were separating. It's weird. I have bits and pieces of very young childhood memories, like when I was a toddler, that I legitimately remember. And as a matter of fact, my mom asked me the other day if I remembered going to New Orleans. So when they were splitting, I was not quite three yet. I believe I was two. My mom took me we went and hopped a plane to go visit some family in new orleans like my dad like chased us in the wait pause so she was she going to visit the cousin yes Mm -hmm. so the the from from thanksgiving uh our mom's cousin (laughs) who is notoriously late (laughs) yes that cousin okay and his family yes so um she just split town hopped a plane dad was chasing us like i remember everything we actually had to hitchhike home i remember Shut that up. part too yeah oh my god that happened hitchhiked wait like how home. how did that how did that work out well i guess we didn't get murdered i mean i guess you did it <laughs> thank god this was like you know mid 80s it wasn't safe but it no. happened we made it back my dad was furious obviously but you know the other bizarre memory I have is she was with someone else who I believe was their drug dealer and this person was married and I was in the back of her car this woman rips my mom out of the car again this is the infancy of why like physical altercation really bothers me Mm -hmm. she rips my mom out and beats the shit out of her on the ground right in front of me I have like Mm. a squirt gun I'm like squirting water at this woman and then I just remember the people at that gas station taking me inside and like giving me suckers while the police did their investigation I mean it was like a shady split up kind of situation you know it was not good not good so throughout my life my mom would always talk about my dad and have a relationship with him. Thankfully, both of my dads got along and respected each other. My biological dad tried really hard to respect my stepdad, even though my mom always pawned after him. I remember as a child, my mother telling my stepfather that my dad was better in bed than him. Like, so awkward, like stuff. It was always after she'd been drinking, right? Like stuff that no child wants to hear. No. I distinctly remember many of those times. So, you know, again, This is the man that duct taped her foot after she got shot by herself with a gun. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just like (laughs) they were, I guess, kind of like lifelong, lifelong, whatever. Um, You guys might hear my dogs. I've got a service person helping me at my house. So, whoops. Um, So, I'm going to tell a story. It was about 2002. And this is a great story and a great example of their relationship, even after she was remarried to my stepfather. 
my first husband and I were moving out of the first home we ever lived in, which was a 1930s little bitty tiny home. You could see the whole thing from the front door, paid $4.25 in rent. This is the one you mentioned where your biological dad went there and remembered that he had lost acid at that, that is house that and house. had a party in the yes. 70s, right? <laughs> yes, this house was notorious, man. It also had a pond in the front, but it got ruptured when we lived there by somebody that accidentally got stuck in the pond during a party. <laughs> and I saved the koi fish from the pond, which lived for seven more years and were actually the centerpiece of my child's nursery for Finding Nemo. <laughs> Oh, I remember this house too. And the pond. I was young, but. So we were finally moving out of this house and moving to another rental house. And somehow all of my parents came. It was them. It was my ex-husband's brother and maybe one other, one of my friends. And when my mother would be around my father, it was super fucking annoying because she always wanted attention from him. So she's Mm. just following him around the whole house, just calling his name, calling his name, annoying the shit out of him. He's just (laughs) trying to enjoy his buzz for the day. Like there were substances involved. And so he's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. So he gets in the little red Toyota and there's not really a driveway. There's just like all this dirt that you would park in. There happened to be this tree right in the center. So he is as quickly as possible getting in this truck, backing it up to get out. She's chasing him literally screaming, you're too fucked up to drive. You can't go. You're too fucked up to drive. He literally was in such a just panic that he hits the tree with his truck, oh. which stops the truck long enough for this bitch to go open the passenger door screaming, you're too fucked up to drive and hops in and they leave. <laughs> This all happens while my sweet, sweet stepfather was going to get a part for the, our truck that was having an issue because he could fix anything. The man was amazing with fixing yeah. things. He's gone. So we're all just standing there in front of the house after the altercation with the tree and the mother jumping in and the mother and her ex-husband leaving to do cocaine and drink. Like, what, what just fucking happened? And like, now my dad, my other dad's going to come back and his wife is gone. Like, what's, is there a story? They won't answer their phones. So my stepdad gets back and we're all just trying to be as normal as possible, still like loading the moving truck. And he finally goes, where's she at? We're like, well, what happened was (laughs) they left. (laughs) She was worried that he was too intoxicated to drive. So he hit the tree trying to get away from her, but she still got in there and, and they're gone. So here we are. <laughs> Who wants to help put another box in? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't make this stuff up. Like how, how, how awkward for all of us. And especially for my stepfather that just like, seriously, like what the fuck? God, what did, how did he react? Was like, I'm sure like not surprised. He was not surprised. He was mad, but he wasn't like irate or anything. But then we couldn't get any of them on their phones. Again, it was early cell phone period. But I was like, she'll turn up. And she did. So he put up with a lot over the years. Oh, yeah. A lot. But one other funny instance that was brought up not long ago that happened during the packing was... The ex-husband's brother was like on the lift gate for the truck and she was wanting to ride it up. And we're like, no, no, no. You have back trouble. Like, no, we don't want you on this. Well, she goes to ride it up anyways and literally grabs his crotch. And it was intentional. 
totally <laughs> intentional. And so that's like a huge marker in our lives where we're like, do you remember when she grabbed your dick? <laughs> you know, God. like she was trying to size you up. We know what she was doing. She tried to play it off like she was clumsy, but that wasn't it. Because this then is- if- <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say the same woman who um, for your bachelorette party used her own toys. Yes. For the game. Yes. For yeah. the stick brand. hand in the bag and try to guess what it is game. And nobody knew until the end. <laughs> I mean. On brand. Yeah, absolutely. Another funny occurrence between those two individuals, the ex-husband's brother and my mother. We lived in a house in Georgia. And she came to visit. And like the downstairs had a, an extra living room and like a couple of bedrooms. And that's where he stayed. So she woke up the next morning and we did live close to a train track. So we're not really sure if that disturbed her sleep or what. But as she's walking through the living room that he's sitting in that next morning, she looks at him with a straight face and goes, did I suck your dick last night? And he was like, fuck, no, no. She was like, oh, well, if I did, you would have remembered. (laughs) It would have been unforgettable. (laughs) And how old, like, just for some context, like, how old is she in uh, this time? Like, in her late 40s, probably? Yes. And he's, what? Probably, like, 30s, mid-30s. Is it? Yeah. Like, a 10 10 year? Oh, yeah, at least. Let me think of how old they are now. Like, a 15-age, 15-year age difference. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, like, what would my life have been if those two people stayed together? And I didn't get to have the fruits of my stepfather and his influence because I, I mean, I can't imagine what you would have been like. That's kind of scary to think about. It truly is scary to think about. There's no telling, no telling. Those two, I mean, they are the definition of like the, the title that we've always talked about that we would title our book our shared memoir was raising our parents and i mean those two together oof yeah they never quite grew up i never had the privilege of seeing them like drink together as an adult or anything but i imagine it would have been very comical Mm -hmm. (laughs) man the i forget that the story the uh georgia story oh yeah so ridiculous yeah well Kind of a couple months later, when my father was there, he straight up walked through the living room in front of the ex-brother-in-law, but us naked. Oh, my God. But us naked. I mean, it's there's never a dull moment with either of them or never was a dull moment with either of them. Period. No. Period. period. God. So yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? They uh, definitely had a very good time together and it ended very quickly after I was born and there was responsibility on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both, both a good time. That's for sure. But when it came to parenting. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say, you know, like perks to my stepfather for being like very mature and, and very about the child, because even with the indiscretions or whatever you want to call it, and just whatever the incidents that would happen between him and my mother, he always had a good relationship with him. And so, you know, it's, I know in today's world, that's really hard for a lot of blended families to deal with the, you know, ex spouse or baby mama, baby daddy, but they always maintained like a healthy relationship for me, 
which I was always really thankful for. And that's really kind of radiated in my life being blended and, you know, divorced from my child's father and, you know, being able to put the child first and not let your own personal selfish feelings, you know, get in the way of making good decisions for your children. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it makes me think too of like how we discussed when my mom was, you know, had the boyfriend who, you know, ended up dying by suicide, but how him and my dad, I mean, they got along too, as they, you know, traded her off every few months, depending (laughs) on where, where she was choosing to live. I mean, yeah. um, Yeah. I definitely, it's nice when people, I, I mean, obviously our family, there's a lot of issues there, but that is one thing we're pretty good about is, is getting along with blended families and kind of, you know, not caring about that stuff, which is, which actually is very healthy. Yeah. You know, I come from like a long history of blended families. Like if anybody tells you my birth story, they'll tell you like your grandmother was there with her husband and your grandfather was there with his wife. And then your other grandmother was there with her husband and your other grandfather was there with his wife. And then your grandfather's ex-wife was also there. And it's just like, they're all there. All those couples that had been divorced and remarried, like it's a trend. (laughs) Yeah. We've definitely had a lot of divorce and remarries in our family. That's for sure. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, Those two are We're good together. Not good together, but they were funny together. Absolutely. So that's my uh, parental story for the week. So obviously we have had a lot of divorce and remarry. And obviously I've totally followed that trend. Only I think (laughs) that I have the record in the family for divorce and remarry (laughs) at this point. You know, got the three under my belt. Have a attorney on retainer, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um... You know, I read something the other day that was essentially the the message was, you know, de-stereotyping or detox, de-sensitize. Yeah, that's the word. (laughs) I had my vaccination today to get better, you guys. I'm going to get better. (laughs) So de-stigmatizing divorce because it is healthier to be in a single parent home that is healthy than to have two parents that are toxic. Which is something that I've always struggled with personally, because divorce, it's much more accepted today, but there's still a stigma. Like, I am always very embarrassed to share how many times I've been married and divorced, because it makes me feel like there's something wrong with me. And I feel judged that I always do. It's an insecurity of mine. But that's very much the, I guess, the motto or the, you know, thought process I would go through is, how can it be better to have two people in this household that are toxic to each other around a child, like displaying a bad, you know, relationship model than to divorce and then potentially find another partner? And yeah. I think it's becoming much more accepted. But, you know, I know a lot of times religion can play into it, but the, you know, oh, staying together, which you've got to work with a relationship, period. When it gets to the point where you're both working and it's still not working, maybe it is time for everyone's health to to think about <laughs> other ways, you know, of moving forward. And I personally have gone through very amicable divorces. I do believe that that is possible. Yeah. Not everyone is meant to be together forever. <laughs> and maybe no. not. 
meant to be together at all. So I really love a lot of the memes that are coming out talking about that and talking about how sticking in a relationship for children is not always the best thing because you're damaging your relationship, yourself, you're damaging the child. When you Mm -hmm. could have two separate, you know, healthy environments where that toxic relationship is not in place. And absolutely. Yeah, that's something you definitely saw in, in especially both sides of my family is, you know, the divorce and the remarry. And there's been several very healthy relationships that came out of that. I mean, our Nana's love of her life was not her first husband. And yeah. without, you know, taking that very scary step to enter into a divorce, she would have never experienced that. No. So, and I mean... Her second husband and our grandfather, they got along well as, you know, also, I mean, they, he, our grandfather always still came to their house when they hosted to, for family events. Um, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, they got along well also. Um, and, you know, that's one thing, you know, I remember telling you and the, especially the last divorce, because um, as an adult, I really had the realization of like, I wish my parents had, I mean, they did legally get divorced when I was very young, but they stayed together. They moved back in with each other and stayed together. And, you know, I, I told them over and over, like, I don't want you all to be together for me. You guys are not happy together. Like I, I just want happy parents. I don't need parents that are together. I need parents that are happy and you guys are not happy together. You guys aren't good together. Um, and I mean, I can't imagine what my life and childhood would have been like had my parents maybe stayed apart and, focus on themselves and, you know, not gotten back into that, like very volatile, you know, physically abusive relationship. Um, I mean, yeah, I can't imagine what it would have been like. Yeah. But there was definitely those like pressures from society, from family to be together and try mm -hmm. to have a certain look. Yeah. And I mean, well, yes, it's, it's the image thing. And, you know, I'm sure with divorce, like it feels like a failure. Um, Like you feel like, oh, I've failed, but that's not the case at all. And sure, I think maybe divorce can be a trauma in itself for children. But again, you would much rather have children deserve happy parents. And if you're not happy together, then the better choice for them is is to not be together and to be able to co-parent in a healthy way. Um, I also think it's just an important note. I I recently saw a Facebook post of someone actually my age that I had gone to high school with that was like, you know, why do you guys think divorce is so much, so much more common these days? And, you know, there's always those arguments of like, oh, people just want to give up. They don't want to work hard for relationships. And it's like, actually, um, it's an important point to make that women couldn't uh, have their own bank accounts or women couldn't do a lot on their own until pretty recently. So women weren't empowered to get divorced. And I mean, that that's a big thing too. Uh, even with my mom, like financially, she was never able to kind of be on her own. And I think that was part of the reason that my parent, one of the reasons why my parents stayed together. And one of the, I mean, that stuck with me. Like I grew up And very much was like, I never want to rely on a man financially. Like, I never want to have to stay in a relationship with a man because of finances. Which is huge. And that also ties into a problem I have about being independent and never wanting help, which apparently is a trauma response. But, you know, that was something I had just ingrained in me my entire life to be, I had to be successful. I had to be independent. I never wanted to rely on anyone. But at the end of the day, it relates back to a trauma of not being able to rely on the people that I should have been able to rely on. And you have to think 
even our parents' generation, when they were younger and in school, segregation was still a thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. society has come a very long ways in the past 40 to 50 years. And that is huge. And it has provided a lot more freedom and opportunity for women and minority. So yeah, that's definitely a, a good point. But back to, you know, kind of the blended families doing things together. I grew up around that. That was always a thing. Divorce didn't mean that you couldn't have a relationship with a person. This Christmas, I spent Christmas at my ex-husband's mother's and I was invited. Like I had nowhere else to go. They invited me. I went, I had a great time and, you know, the ex-husband's moved on. We get along great. Her children love me. My child loves her. You know, it's like, don't be petty people. Like, you know, relationships are relationships. Things happen. Let go of the past have healthy relationships. Divorce doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship, not only with that person, but their family that you, yeah. you know, loved during a period yeah. of time. And I mean, it's kind of a beautiful thing to think about of like, you know, if, if you're a couple who has children and you get divorced and then you both move on to a new person and maybe you, they have children and their stepchildren and step parents and, you know, all the things in the mix. It's like, how beautiful is it to have like, that many more people who are in healthy dynamics to love your child. You know, it's like, oh, your child doesn't just have a mom and a dad. Your child has a stepmom, a stepdad, step siblings, and you all love each other and and people are in healthy relationships. Like that's actually a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, with, uh, you know, my child's stepmother, I'm like very inviting about it. Mm -hmm. She loves him. Why would I not want someone in his life that loves him that he loves? You know, it's like get rid of those insecurities. Like the more love a child and support a child can receive, the better. And if that's blended families, that's blended families. But there's no reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get along. Get along, people. I was going to say, shit, it takes a village. It does take a village, especially (laughs) with my child. The more barrier you want to be involved. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, you know, maybe at some point we can tell uh, your son's story because he he's adopted and, and it's an yeah. open adoption and there's a whole blended family situation there that is is really, really beautiful as well. Um, it is. He has relationships with his biological family, including his biological mother and siblings. And, you know, there's so many people that judge me um, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, and it's like, No, like people make mistakes throughout their life and they recover from them. And just because we judge some mistakes more than others doesn't make it right for us to be the judger. And, you know, I love the open adoption that we've had and him knowing his history and knowing those people and knowing his, you know, genetics, like it's been a very healthy path for us. And we were, you know, had the opportunity to do that. And one day I will tell his story because it is a great story. And, you know, where everyone is today is in a really great, healthy place. And again, it's just more love and support for my child who will never look back and go, oh, you lied to me you know, where am I from? Who really is my mom? Cause he knows. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so beautiful. Um, yeah. Moral of the story is, yeah, I really do think people it's, I do think it's changing with divorce. Um, but I think people, yeah, they really did used to view divorce as like a really bad traumatic thing. And, and again, I, I do think it can be a trauma for sure, but I think what's more what can be more of a trauma is having unhealth, unhealthy parents in an unhealthy household um, yeah. and an unhappy household. So Absolutely. that's the moral. Divorce is okay. Yeah. Be in healthy relationships. 
And I mean, you as yourself, you can't take care of yourself. You can't excel. You can't grow. You can't do healthy things in a toxic relationship. You just Mm-mm. can't. Like, no. It's impossible. Yeah, absolutely. So break up, leave them. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> so I actually had a craniotomy in um, 2020. One And in one of my support groups, this person kept going, if you're in an unhealthy relationship before your craniotomy, end it. Trust me, (laughs) recovery will be much better. And I'll be damned, (laughs) that person was right. I needed to have ended my marriage before my craniotomy and not after because I had a hellacious recovery because of that. But I mean, that just goes to show you stress and health and surgery and recovery. And you got to eliminate that stress. You really do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So this ended up, it started with your parental story and then it evolved into divorce (laughs) and breaking up and leaving people. If you're unhappy, leave them. Don't stay in a toxic relationship. Um, And, you know, get along with your ex if you need to, especially if you have children together. Um, Maybe don't hop in their car and still be obsessed with them, though. Yeah. Or on their car. Another funny story that just popped into my head as I'm underprepared today. So (laughs) one time, because my parents were in a toxic relationship, my father was trying to leave in the rain in his work van and my mother jumped on his hood and ripped his windshield wipers off. So there's a great way to keep someone from driving in the rain who probably really needed to get away from her at the time. (laughs) So that was not healthy, but that was their dynamic. They got divorced, but he still couldn't fully get away from her. He couldn't. That tree that day stopped him. I mean, there was just always something in the way, tying them back together. Gunshot wounds, trees, you name it. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If if she's anything, she's persistent. She is very persistent. (laughs) (laughs) But we're, we're glad we have you and we're glad that they got divorced and that your stepfather came into your life because Absolutely. I mean, even, I mean, he was a huge part of my life too. And even my parents' lives, um, such a huge, huge role he held in our family. So thank God they got divorced and he came into our lives. Yeah. Funny story. His ex-wife's brother introduced them. <laughs> oh yeah. God, we'll have to get like the background of, of their marriage yeah. and, and all of the stuff with him too. And you know, it's like, don't think it's weird if exes and biological families hang out together. Don't judge. Be open, be flexible, be open-minded. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, well, that was that was a good one. That was a light one. We'll have to really shake it up and give you some heavy, bad shit next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we'll work on for sure. And I'm going to be feeling better next week because that's I'm right. speaking it into existence right now. And yes. this this booster is going to fix my body and I'm going to stop having infections is what's going to happen. There we go. And I'm going to speak into existence um, warm weather. Next yes, week. please. Yeah, that would be nice. Actually, I'm so excited. It's less than two weeks. I'm going to see Morgan. Yeah, she's coming up to D.C. to visit. She's actually going to be here for the cherry blossoms. We'll we'll post all the pics and the Instagram and the Facebook group. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I miss you. too. I know. I miss you, too. It'll be good to have some in-person time. Absolutely. Um, And y'all, I'm sure we'll hear from us plenty. Um, Come talk to us in the group chat. 
Um, I'm sure there are plenty of people in the group chat. What am I talking about? In the Facebook group, um, <laughs> which can be a group chat, I guess. Yes, um, it can. I'm sure many of y'all have plenty to add to the topic of divorce um, and your thoughts on it. So yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Let's and I'd love to hear some beautiful stories. You yes. Know? Some beautiful co-parenting. You know, whenever I am dating and I meet someone who has children, my first question is what's your relationship like with their other parent? Yes. Because that tells a lot about a person. Absolutely. It really does. So Absolutely. add that to your bag, ladies, if you're mamas or single ladies dating men with children or women with children, ask that question. It's a good one. Yeah, that's huge. That's really important. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Um, you guys take care of your mental health, take care of your physical health, take care of your allergies as we're entering spring. Oh, and- no, yes. <laughs> right. And oh, sorry. I was and- going to use a cool sinus word that means allergies, but. I forgot how to say it. Ryanitis or Ryan, whatever it is, you got to take your Zyrtec, your Singular, (laughs) your Flonase. Yes. And hold your boundaries and take time for yourself and do all the things. Yes. All right. And we'll we'll talk talk to you you guys next week. week. Yep. Love you. Bye. Love you.